What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 137 of Interactive Artistry. I am Albert, and I hope this finds you all well. I have just come back from um, a week in Melbourne, and um, yeah, I... As I, while I was there, I was already thinking about how I'm going to be back there in October for Melbourne's Games Week, which is going to be quite fun. But since then, we've had um, some kind of cool, um, some re- interesting and worthwhile and exciting reveals, like the uh, the Pokemon. Um, uh, that was so amazing. Uh, like, I stayed up late for that here in Australia to 1 a.m. The uh, Sobble, Scorbunny, and um, Grookey. Which is like hashtag justice for Grookey, by the way, because uh, Sobble and um, and Score Bunny managed to um, trend. They were trending on Reddit, and Grookey wasn't. So I tried to start a campaign, but it didn't work. So, but that's okay. Um, no, that's that's yeah. So that's really exciting, and I figured I'd let you know. Um, I don't know if if you were, if you had been clo- uh, following interactive artistry closely enough, uh, maybe for maybe four, four months or so ago, I uploaded a full Pic- Detective Pokemon Pikachu trailer reaction, and then I deleted it because uh, I, I think it was I put it too hastily together. But I figured I'd come out and, and explain, like, um, back in 1998, 1999, I was playing Metal Gear Solid, uh, you know, on console, and I was playing um, Pokemon on handheld. It was my two, like, yeah, I think it was either yellow... Um, Bl- uh, blue or or red. So, so I'm a. Wouldn't you know it? I'm a Pokemon kid, and um, and I but I haven't touched this, touched the series pretty much earnestly in any way since 1999, and something has clicked or whatever. I've turned 30. This the nostalgia machine is is raging, and then also I've, I've I have my thing which I've admitted to myself, which is, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't personally see anything wrong with it, but if people want to quote-unquote at me about like you only jump onto things when they start like when they're in sort of like a modern kind of the most the latest most best looking version and it's like if I really think about it you know I I, um, posted to the Monsterverse uh, Reddit recently um, which is you know for legendaries Monsterverse including the 2014 Godzilla and I sort of just had this sort of honest post and I said look totally respect people who love the, the earlier mediums uh, so the earlier films, but for me personally, like, just, I mean, there's no comparison. These things look photoreal. It's there, you know, and so I just had very little, like, nostalgia, basically. And I just said, these things look photoreal there. It's, um, it's, if I was a kid right now, I'd be going crazy because there's no way that I could ever confuse anything of what I'm seeing with, like, a puppet or, or claymation or anything, you know, um, or sorry, stop, stop, anima- stop, go animation. Go motion. If we're talking the Phil Tippett terminology, um, and so the same thing with uh, with Pokemon. It's like, uh, yeah, like those earlier titles. I, I I enjoyed those, you know, when I played them. But I would, I don't hold them. Maybe maybe that is controversial, and maybe that's like something that people are like, well, where's your loyalty and stuff? It's like you know, I wouldn't pick up and find myself like earnestly, honestly enjoying like a black and white Pokemon game now. I just wouldn't. I can appreciate it and I enjoy people who do. And that's not trying to be like edgy or anything. It's just maybe it's to do with how like I'm like aesthetically inclined and that's not like materialistic or superficial. It's just like, you know, I like, yeah, I just like the, it's weird. Maybe it's just like I like the best version of something, you know, so. And to me, the, the thing that's had the most effort, that has the biggest scope, that is... 
um, the most aesthetically refined and, and had the hardest work done. That's why for me, like Ocarina of Time was honestly surpassed by Breath of the Wild, you know, when I experienced that, um, you know, gosh, like, yeah, two years ago almost, it feels like we're going to, we just got the Horizon Zero Dawn um, anniversary, which was kind of surreal to see it two years old already. Time is going faster, you know, but, um, you know, actually, I'm actually really keen to hear what, what, what you folks think, if you want to jump into the comments and um, give me your thoughts on whatever that, whatever, whatever you'd call that, um, you know, modern, latest version bias, like I'm, I, I'm, you know, like that's kind of my deal. And then someone asks, oh, well, how about the 2005 Peter, Peter Jackson? And like, for me, that holds up and it looks photoreal. I don't know if it's to do with photoreal and obviously Pokemon isn't photoreal, but when I saw that uh, Sword and Shield trailer, I just like lit up and I saw the three starter Pokemon and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Look at me, my jaded. This is my refrain that I come back to, by the way, the, the jaded, um, tattooed Australian guy, 30 year old dude just really like lighting up when I see that and uh, also Detective Pikachu is incredible and I posted on the Instagram about what I think that that's going to turn out to be which is really cool um I got really excited about that it made me think of when I went to see the Pokemon movie back in the day um the one with Mewtwo like the original like Pokemon theatrical movie and I can't remember which um uh which place which cinema that I went to I think it was somewhere here in Canberra so so there you go um, we are in March, we are in Secure Month, and, you know, I'm starting a new role soon, which is going to be fun, help, help chew up the time, and, you know, by the way, jobs are really good for money, that's really handy, um, but I'm really looking forward to that weekend, because I know it's going to be a weekend, that, uh, the 21st or the 22nd, and, um, there's, a uh, some plans penciled in for, like, going through the game with my sister, who I played, um, back in the day, uh, Legacy of Kane with, and again, call it call it i don't know when you turn 30 it's like the nostalgia engine just like totally just activates something fierce so so uh, yeah considering doing that so that might be nice and it's really much very much lends itself to that and her and i were talking because i visited her she lives in melbourne silver lynn cosplay by the way on, on on instagram and um and she she and i talked about like yeah the experience of going through a soul reaver and uh going through from realm to realm and getting like a different power in each realm and i feel like that's going to be echoed a bit in secular with the the prosthetics kind of mechanic so you know you go to one area of the map and you find a prosthetic and you learn an ability that helps you get to the next one etc so i thought that was really cool um so one of those i'm assuming will be maybe a longer grappling hook one of them might be like a gliding thing I previously mentioned um, somewhere in Reddit that um, that uh, it's Sekiro is like the Yoshimitsu, you know, from Tekken. It's the Yoshimitsu um, RPG that we didn't know that we wanted, but we're getting, and it's fantastic. I really love that, and I was super into Yoshimitsu back in the day. Like this, 2003 was like the height of my Yoshimitsu mania. Like that's when. I believe the fourth one was about to come out and I remember seeing the demo discs and I saw Yoshimitsu's uh it's like his alternate outfit the main one is like that bug looking one from um from four Tekken four but I loved his Oni mask one and um and I and I actually you know I had I was in Townsville State High School at the time and we had a we had a um an English assignment and the English assignment was to write a multiple choice story and I wrote like a full-blown multiple choice story starring this young kid and uh, a wooden ninja 
kind of character, which was basically modeled off of Yoshimitsu. And even my illustrations for the story um, like looked exactly like that second outfit from um, from Tekken, Tekken 4. So, yeah, and so it's kind of cool. It's really, really awesome. I, I think... Then I've said this again elsewhere on the Reddit. It's like, I'm mostly, by the way, I'm mostly Reddit-based, guys. <laughs> I have the Instagram, which is sort of the most public-facing thing I do. But um, otherwise, it's like my presence and like engaging with the big eight is, is Instagram. Uh, sorry, is Reddit and then also Instagram. You know, those two dueling. Twitter is honestly just for checking on... Um, uh, it's just for checking on uh, on Death Stranding news. It's dedicated. I'm, I'm following officially 30 people. It'll probably be around 40 or so people now. But those, like, everything apart from those core 30 to 32 people, like, who are, are directly connected to Death Stranding, I've muted them just for now because I just, like, Twitter is just like how Nintendo, and I love Nintendo, obviously, this Pokemon we're talking about. But by and large, Nintendo is like a Zelda machine for me. Twitter is a uh, Death Stranding machine, so. But, um, but yeah, so. So, yeah, I, I'm, yeah I've posted, I posted uh, on, on Reddit about how exciting it is. And, and that, yeah, there's nothing quite like, this was my post, there's nothing quite like lead up to and experiencing a Miyazaki directed from soft souls esque kind of title from the get-go it's very special very special indeed so this whole month is dedicated to that for me um and you know also I have my devil may cry lineage which will rear its head again tied into um playing games with my uh you know playing video games with my sister back in the day 2004 maybe 2002 or three awful one of those it's the old memory is getting foggy um and um yeah so her and i we played uh devil may cry 2 at the time and then 2005 is when 2005 or 6 is when the third one came out and i was sketching that in all of my notebooks in school and uh, devil may cry 3 so that was quite fun back in the day um, and so, but five looks to be again the be all end all, and it's it is gonna be my favorite Devil May Cry because it's just like with that many years of you know this is a very very rapidly growing medium like and just to see like a, a span that's why again the, you know the, this God of War is my favorite God of War and, and I didn't even really play the others and, and just yeah it's just I, I love seeing just the very best being put forward so maybe it puts me at odds a little bit with uh because i'm nostalgic but i'm not nostalgic about like certain things and like the order 1886 for me is still you know maybe next to something like uh uncharted you know uncharted 4 like the best the best looking and the the greatest feeling cinematic kind of experience in this medium so there you go Coolie bullies. Um, so yeah, March is March is. Let's see what else have we got March. And in, in in a few days we have uh, Captain Marvel, which is going to be cool. I've mentioned about that, and I mentioned about doing a review episode about that. So, and I actually quite agree. If you're asking, if you're wondering what my sort of take on the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing, I agree. What is the point of allowing people to review bomb? And you know, it's it's this great blow to the bandwagoning machine. Which again, bandwagoning has been really good for certain things but mostly for me the bandwagoning effect is good for social media um bringing attention to like injustices and that's twitter twitter's really good for that so bandwagoning with film 
um, for me, it can either result in two things. One is a good movie, um, is a good movie gets uh, trashed uh, for for whatever reason um, because people are nitpicking, and then one person treats that person's nitpick as like a legitimate criticism, and then that warps into this group think whether that's an actual criticism and then the thing bombs out, you know, because people weren't, they just followed this one person, had this one issue. Um, and then it can uh, so take down good films and then uplift bad films. So, And the cases of, you know, something getting advanced buzz uplifting a good film, I, I can't really think, can't really think of that. And and again, you have things like Twitter for that. You have the, the power of word of mouth can really be good for that but for a review site i really agree on um on yeah just like you know you can talk about the movie once you've seen it so so let's have a look at some march times so a, a whole bunch of episodes coming up actually soon um in my little notepad there speaking to phil kyle justin um also the law hunter really awesomely sean from the law hunter has agreed to jump onto the show and talk some secular pretty soon so um, that's going to be cool. And then obviously we're going to have uh, Anne-Marie and Catherine from the Last of Us episode. We're going to have them back for the nice, fully, you know, comfortable, you know, also as in like, you know, properly recorded, not on hotel Wi-Fi, terrible like it was. We still, I, I still wanted to put it out there to kind of honor what they shared. Um, and also two uh, little fixes, actually. I'll amend the episode itself, but uh, in the episode, or rather I'll amend the notes, and the spelling also number one most importantly is Neil Druckmann is not Turkish he's Israeli so I apologize for um, saying that he was Turkish um, it's just that I had gone to Turkey and I saw the Hamsa sort of um, the the hand that with the eye that wards off evil and I made that connection that was uninformed of me so I apologize uh, yeah so sorry, sorry about that um, and then yeah Catherine's name is without an e it's just Kath C A S A K A T H Rin R I N so there you go i'll fix that soon um south by southwest on the 8th that's going to be cool and then download festival for me on the 9th i said this with conan when they came to canberra i was very tired i think i had just gotten off a very similar to now i, I had just gotten off like a, a a flight or a big old bus ride and i had conan the next day and i was like guys just take my money i'm not gonna ask for a refund like love you guys but i'm just an old man so I just paid for a ticket, and it's like there you go. I'm I love I love them so much, and same with the uh, folks that uh, you know you may have seen on the um, on the Instagram with the Hellboy Book Club and uh, Only Beast the band. I'm like dudes, like just take my take my money. I want to support you guys. So, and I believe in that. Like I, I really like their style. It's um it's very interesting. It's uh Danielle's singing is like it just reminds me of um you know like that at the at the drive-in kind of unhinged and. A bit of that Nico Vega, a little bit of that, like, but even more unhinged and uh, kind of punkish and kind of cool. So, and also obviously shout out to Hellboy Book Club for the lovely shout out. You're you're wonderful. At it, like, it's like eleven minutes in into episode thirty, I think. So you guys are lovely. So Aubrey and uh, and John and um, and Danielle, just great bunch of folks, great trio. And uh, shout out to the yeah to the band as well. Um, 
wow i'm a bit tired but i had to i wanted to record i wanted to share stuff with you guys um yeah so the band only beast so so ghost of a tale comes out on the 12th i think i've talked about that uh, with with brendan a bit i hope you, you hope you enjoyed that one sorry about the mic issues on his end um he just had it like here and eventually in the episode it actually clears up he sort of keeps it here which sort of takes away from the uh, sounds you know and you can actually see with this one i'm just kind of straight up recording no filter because i figured out by the way if you just keep a nice distance and then you just uh, ratchet up the audio in the edit you're good to go so no need for the pop filter anymore very cumbersome and the scissor arm as well very cumbersome uh i'm gonna go for a giant walk on the 20th so this is me doing my new plan like and i posted it on on instagram so it's like i want to have something for every day so every day i want to have something to do something that's coming out if not you know like a movie night or something and gonna get some of that happening maybe you know if i can mic enough people up here it'd be cool to do a, like a group commentary you know so I, I think i could have it three people mic'd up so you know maybe even four okay get ready you ready for this you get one usb is the um is the yeti second usb is the headset third um voice input uh would be a three millimeter jack and then the fourth input would be an audio with a bluetooth headset so if i can get all of that happening maybe i'll, I'll try and do that when i have four friends over They're like a four person oliver harper style commentary making a mental note on this episode and an accountability note to invite oliver harper onto the show he's fantastic i cannot cannot uh like quantify properly like how grateful i am for that dude and so the the retrospectives if you haven't heard of them oliver harper's retrospectives and uh a great a great documentarian and uh very very well and tightly scripted kind of um productions and they're all like there's so many like some of them are other ones i just throw on like sometimes like to fall asleep or whatever it's like the dark crystal one and labyrinth is also really good legend as well willow as well is pretty good um yeah like yeah I, I, you may be sensing a theme here so the 80s fantasy kind of stuff return to oz is great um so that's kind of where i lean obviously the, the peak for me with the with his, what he's made is um is the dark crystal one and i wonder i just realized maybe i'll get him on for you know when we finally hear a bit more news, I think maybe out of San Diego Comic-Con, we're going to get the uh, the actual premiere date of Age of Resistance, you know, the the um, Dark Crystal stuff. So that that's going to be cool. So Love Death Robots on the 15th. That's going to be fucking cool. Just David Fincher, amazing. Games Developers Conference, GDC, 18th. Google has an event coming up on the 19th. Uh, I think they're sort of tied in together. AV Tear from Animal Collective is releasing his new record on the 22nd. Big fucking... Love, love um, AV Tear and uh, Animal Collective. Apple event on the 25th. So we'll see what that, you know, ball, balls in your court. Seriously, I've been so impressed with the S10. Ray and I saw it in uh, Melbourne in like, as you know, things arrive in Melbourne straight away compared to Canberra. Although Canberra's on the up and up. And as soon as I came back, again, my renewed love for Canberra. I just love Canberra so much. If I could just live my whole life here, I would, honestly. And just, but travel, like travel a whole bunch. Um, you know, regularly travel even get to the point of doing that, but just like for home, you're, you're joking if you can find anywhere better and cozier than Canberra. Canberra is the size, literally, of like Breath of the Wild. Like it's, if you look across Canberra, like the map size, so to speak, like Canberra is an open world. You know, 
it just feels that way except obviously it's the real world and you can go past it if you want to like see the rest of the world but just the size like the map kind of the space kilometer kilometers squared of of of, of Canberra it's just comparable to I don't know if there's some tied it tied like thing tied into that of why I like it because I love games so much but um or it may, it may actually be the other way around like I fell in love with Canberra before games and that's why I love games is because they remind me of Canberra um, we have Us, Jordan Peele, uh, on the 28th. I'm, I'm definitely going to see that in cinemas. And uh, Dumbo as well on the 28th. Talk about a contrast. Um, Devin Townsend's putting out his album 29th. And um, Barry as well on the 31st. So some cool, cool stuff. Yeah, huge month. Not as big as I feel um, April's going to be with me literally going to fucking Star Wars Celebration, Game of Thrones, um, Hellboy, um, Mortal Kombat 11, Avengers Endgame, and Days Gone. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Shazam, goodness, Pet Cemetery, EGX with possible Oddworld news, and um, and uh, and yeah, it's Ray's birthday in, in April as well. So, really awesome month. But no, March is March is going to be amazing. And I just give me that Sekiro, man. <laughs> give me that Sekiro. <laughs> so there you go. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but for the rest. Um, I also want to share, I, I mean, I, I mentioned it on the Instagram, but I figured I'd put it in an episode because, you know, some people don't really follow the Instagram. So uh, the show's called Interactive Artistry, and for the longest time it's had uh, two real meanings, one joke meaning. Uh, the two real meanings is, yeah, Interactive Artistry is just another word for video games. And the other meaning is, uh, it is it's a term, it's like, it's how games, it's how art forms interact with each other. You know, which is just as simple as saying like, oh yeah, games have music in them. Uh, there's going to be a movie made out of this game. Or um, it's like that recognition of, of the connections that you know, and the interactions between them. Uh, a Stranger Things has a VR experience, that kind of So it's recognitions of existing things. I've come up with a third meaning. And I think that this could be the thing where it's like the show finally gets like it's... Pro I mean, it has its identity from me being me. Obviously, like that's not smoke blowing. It's just evident you know when someone puts something out and it's them doing the thing it's their thoughts their original thoughts and you know as long as you're not directly plagiarizing and cutting out clips then you are your own unique self you don't really need to do much else but i had this epiphany about the name interactive artistry and you know like i think a third meaning is like literally like exploring the creative possibilities of artistry connecting with with you know melding together so and that's like that that kind of feels like if i was you know on the 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 apple podcast store or the apple podcast app store or whatever to to find it's funny because it's called a store but they're free so there's no buying but anyway i guess yeah the the podcast apple repository on ios and ipad and macbook and stuff oh but podcast services everywhere so and it occurred to me, if I saw a show called Interactive Artistry, what would I expect? You know, I see that name. It's like, oh, so that person went out of their way to call it Interactive Artistry. Why? You know, and then it occurred to me, like, what if one of the main things I start doing is uh, pitches? So I, I take one of the big eight and then I combine it with another one and another one. And so the episodes become, you know, it's going to be coverage. It's going to be me riffing and like comes with do what comes natural to me but then i also thought of wouldn't that be cool to just like hey uh, and i'll just throw one out there now so take one of the big eight take maybe um uh, a book you know 
and then like so for a book maybe think of uh, lord of the rings you know um as in the literary lord of the rings and then uh, vr you know a vr lord of the rings experience boom that's a that's a new discussion it's like something that hasn't isn't really out there and that's something i'd be adding to and speculating about and it'd be exciting conversely you can you don't have to specify something you can just go just medium not property so if i'm like a stranger things it's like oh that's interesting what if there was a stranger things like actual stephen king type book you know see how i'm taking one thing so it's a it's like this really and i was like this is a cool creative space to, to, to discuss the actual intermingling and the actual interacting of these uh ideas and it's like oh, that would be cool to have some guests on as well to talk about that people who have maybe had ideas there's um a podcast that i follow i, I forget their name but they they take pitches and they do game pitches and i think it would behoove me to find them now as i kind of Oh yeah, so it's playwright. So P L A Y W R I T E, and so that's what they do. They, um, yeah, playwright is a podcast about creating and sharing new ways to play. We workshop seedlings of ideas for video games in hopes of coming up with something timeless. So they they just take games and they just throw sort of everything around, and it's like cool. But um, I do everything around from everywhere. But I'm like, in terms of a, a you know something that I could happily and you know. Yeah, like I wouldn't have any dissonance about that. Calling it like a unique thing that we do is we take, you know, on the podcast artwork, which I recently redid, you know, there's the eight mediums and I've written them so much now that I remember them. It's games, film, music, series, books, tech, art and design. Um, and just having a beautiful raffle. Maybe I'll even create like a like a randomized list where it's like, dun, 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 you know, that could be cool. You know, have a guest on and then it's like, let's just do this thing. So that could be cool, actually. Another, hey, something that just, I just generated that here on this episode is if I, you know, find some, maybe a digital way, because, you know, doing it in person would be a bit laborious to like write everything down on a piece of paper. But uh, I do have this tendency to enjoy like my big kind of comprehensive lists. And so somewhere in my notes, my countless notes, I've probably come up with a good list of like 300 or so video game properties or 200 film properties and all these different kinds of mediums so if i did have these uh raffles it's like okay pick it has to be two or three of the big eight boom and then you go uh i mean you want to keep it free-flowing not too specific but so maybe if the guest like picks it out and says oh okay so say i have someone like philip on and say hey let's let's do a game pitch at the end of the every every episode you know make that our thing um and so he's like okay so he pulls out like a you know uh like a design you know and so design is one and then film is the other and book is the other so and then he's like think of three things so and if you can't be pressed to think of a specific designer you just leave that be you 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 can name something else so book design and so uh for book yeah go like stephen king and then design it's like hey wouldn't it be cool to have like a Pennywise, um, like chef's apron or something, you know, just interesting things. So there's my thought. I figured I'd share that. So, uh, right after Sekiro, it's going to be game. Uh, it's going to be not Game of Thrones. It's going to be uh, Ghost of a Tale for me. So I cannot wait for that. Um, that one, even though, um, there's some lineage there with me with Secret of Nim. Uh, I am, I'm actually also starting a, a bunch of reddits. I figured I'll let you know. So there's one for, Prince Rama, which is a band I enjoy. C.W. Stone King, Blomkamp, I just started that one. Started one for Sword of Ages. The the one that's caught on the most is literally just reddit.com forward slash r forward slash wizarding world. And no one had made that yet. I was like, what? So um, 
I'm going to probably start one for Ken Levine because uh, just like with Fumito, you know, he's jumped, uh, you know, away from, you know, he's jumped between studios. So I want to create like a future proof, a place where people can talk about Ken Levine's games. Um, and also shout out to Duckfeed TV for putting together a very interesting take on uh, Bioshock Infinite. They have, they're just one of the, the, the premier like top of the line games analysis places and they also have a bunch of fun and they're awesome and one day it'll be cool to maybe see if they want to one of them either um uh uh yeah one of oh my gosh gary or, or cole you know to get one of them on the show that'd be cool you know they seem like lovely folks but uh so for me though with with bioshock infinite um uh like i just took it as one whole experience and enjoyed it a lot but i mean i concede that yeah, a lot of the gameplay was like repetitive and it felt like i was just playing it for the story and but you know it's one of the few film one of the few games that i've actually finished all the way so there you go also on camera my arms look so weedy i need to start working out again do some more pull-ups get my uh my david harbour on there you go speaking of david harbour oh my gosh hellboy can't wait yeah i've mentioned it again before but um you know, one of the things, if you do want to catch up, catch uh, like Interactive Artistry's mini cameo, you go to Hellboy Book Club podcast. It's episode 30 and it's around about 11 minutes in. And it's obviously it's me pitching and sending in a uh, community email. And so uh, Josh reads out my email about a the ideal video game for Hellboy and for the Mignolaverse. And I sort of pitched together this thing of Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Metal Gear Solid Five, and... Uh, did I say God of War? One other project, um, one other game that, like, if you combine them, it would be this amazing thing. And also, figured I'd mention, I'm really looking forward to any new news on um, Magic Awakened. You know, the the Hogwarts thing. That's going to be really cool. So, so there you go, folks. Hope you enjoyed this uh, sort of shorter-ish episode. Uh, a bunch of lovely ones coming up uh, with the and yeah, getting Kyle Card back from uh, totally not confirmed yet, but highly. Highly rumored to be in uh, Death Stranding. Speak to him again. Since speaking to him in a karaoke bar back a year, over a year ago in, in Tokyo. Very surreal speaking to this dude. And we had um, Shabu Shabu. It was pretty, it was pretty, pretty chill. Pretty, br- it was like a freaking amazing food, karaoke, uh, caffeinated. I think I drank some caffeinated uh, tea in this karaoke bar. And I was pretty wired that night. And uh, he signed a thing for me, which is kind of cool. So, but a very grounded dude, and I want to see that guy's podcast so bad. I put it; out, it's out there. Kyle casts, so I think that's that's one of the thi- one of the things he's he's um uh, he's 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 working all the time. Insanely talented guy, and so. But yeah, I'm I, I think that guy is made for podcasting. So that'd be really cool to see what he's got happening there. Talk to him. Talk to Phil. Yeah, talk to uh, Anne Marie and Catherine. That'll be lots of fun. So. Alrighty, oh folks. Well, have a lovely um, rest of your day, and I will chime in with you on the next one. Bye for now. <laughs>